0: "'Hey, Cass!' Alarm came into her eyes first, darkening that lovely gray. He was used to it, though it pained him immeasurably to know that she thought of him as the sheriff first, as authority, as the bearer of trouble, before she thought of him as an old friend. But the smile came back more quickly than it once had, chasing the tension away from those delicate features.
1: "'Hello, Devin.
0: Calmly, because she was teaching herself to be calm, she hooked a clothespin back on the line and began folding the sheet. Need some help? Before she could refuse, he was plucking clothespins. She simply couldn't get used to a man doing such things, especially such a man. He was so big. Broad shoulders, big hands, long legs. And gorgeous, of course. All the McCades were. There was something so male about Devin, she couldn't really explain it. Even as he competently took linen from the line, folded it into the basket, he was all man. Unlike his deputies, he didn't wear the khaki uniform of his office, just jeans and a faded blue shirt rolled up to the elbows. There were muscles there, she'd seen them. And she had reason to be wary of a man's strength. But despite his big hands, his big shoulders... He'd never been anything but gentle. She tried to remember that as he brushed against her, reaching for another clothespin. Still, she stepped away, kept distance between them. He smiled at her, and she tried to think of something to say. It would be easier if everything about him wasn't so definite, she supposed, so vivid. His hair was as black as midnight and curled over the frayed collar of his shirt. His eyes were as green as moss. Even the bones in his face were defined and impossible to ignore, the way they formed hollows and planes. His mouth was firm, and that dimple beside it constantly drew the eye. He even smelled like a man, plain soap, plain sweat. He'd never been anything but kind to her, and he'd been a part of her life forever, it seemed. But whenever it was just the two of them, she found herself as nervous as a cat faced with a bulldog. Too nice a day to toss these in the dryer. What? She blinked, then cursed herself.
1: Oh, yes. I like hanging the linens out when there's time. We had two guests overnight and we're expecting another couple later today. We're booked solid for the Memorial Day weekend. You'll be busy. Yes. It's hardly like work, though, really.
0: He watched her smooth sheets into the basket. Not like waiting tables at Ed's. No. She smiled a little, then struggled with guilt.
1: Ed was wonderful to me. She was great to work for.
0: She still ticked at Rafe for stealing you. Noting the distress that leaped into her eyes, Devin shook his head. I'm only kidding, Cassie. You know she was happy you took this
1: job. How are the kids? They're fine. Wonderful.
0: Before she could pick up the basket of linens herself, Devin had it tucked to his hip, leaving her nothing to do with her hands.
1: They'll be home soon, from school.
0: No Little League practice today? No. She headed toward the kitchen, but he opened the door before she could, and waited for her to go in ahead of him.
1: Connor's thrilled he made the team. He's the best pitcher they've got. Everyone
0: says so. Automatically, she went to the stove to make coffee.
1: It's so strange. He was never interested in sports before. Well, before.
0: She finished lamely.
1: Brian's been wonderful for him.
0: My nephew's a hell of a kid. There was such simple and honest pride in the statement that Cassie turned around to study him. You think of him that way? Really? I mean, even though there's no blood between you? When Jared married Savannah, it made Brian his son. That makes him my nephew.
1: Family isn't just blood. No, and sometimes blood kin is more trouble than not.
0: Your mother's hassling you again. She only moved her shoulder and turned back to finish the coffee.
1: She's just setting her
0: ways. Shifting, she reached into one of the glass fronted cabinets for a cup and a small plate. When Devin's hand curled over her shoulder, she jerked and nearly dropped the stoneware to the tiles. He started to step back, then changed his mind. Instead, he turned her around so that they were face to face and kept both of his hands on her shoulders. She's still giving you a hard time about Joe? She had to swallow, but couldn't quite get her throat muscles to work.